Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trendo Jackets. Mm. Uh, that one comes courtesy of super producer Anna Hosnier. Um, she said she's been working on it for days. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Yellow Jackets is a show that we're all watching and talking about. Um, so we'll we'll get to that in a moment. But first up, uh, I want to talk about the passing. I'm sorry, of, who are you? Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot to get Miles. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, man. And also, she said yellow trend kits, and then we went trendo jackets. It oh, was my like, bad, my bad, my bad. I hate to bring the curtain fully back for everybody, but that, this is how this is how we ideate, folks. We're that's transparent why, over here. That's why she's the best in the biz. Um, I am Jack, right? Yeah. And you're Miles? Okay, yeah, good. Nailed it. And uh, these are some of the things that are trending. Up first, a, a huge loss. Uh, Robert Durst passed away um, in prison. Uh, that's a joke that I'm seeing made everywhere on Twitter. <laughs> but people writing the obit for Robert Durst as if they're writing an obit for Sidney Poitier or uh, right. Bob Saget or Betty White. Um, but Robert Durst died. Bob Saget, though, man. Bob Saget sucks, man. That's fucking terrible. That sucks that he died. Yeah, um, I just don't. Yeah, I don't. It's like one of those things where we're, we're before we're like, I felt like he's like a good guy, right? I seldom do we hear things that he was a some kind of monster. But all that to say, I mean, you you look at like all the other like comedians who have like you know worked with him in the past, and they're all just like devastated and being like, "This is the nicest person I've ever yeah. known." And there's a bunch of anecdotes from people who were not like successful comedians who worked with him that said he was really uh, great to them and kind and nice to work with, even though they were not like high status celebs. Mm. Um, so, you know, hopefully that's all true. There, there has been like an undercurrent of like, wasn't he a pervert type thing? I haven't like read any stories, but we're, we're still trying to figure out if that was just because people saw his stand up and were like, this guy's got some foul jokes <laughs> he's like got foul jokes but like going by that logic then bill cosby is uh, saint is danny tanner right is danny tanner and a super uh kind fatherly type yeah. so i don't know uh but you know we we never can sum up somebody's life uh but it's yeah. uh it does seem like he was beloved by a lot of people who knew him and it's very sad once somebody... dave coulier was like i love you my brother forever i'm devastated i was like oh Dave. yeah it's a little family they got there yeah you know say it was definitely one of the two best stand-ups uh on that show so <laughs> it's <laughs> uh but yeah i don't know he died at 65 we still don't know like cause of death or anything like that but yeah very sad so like we mentioned up top uh you so you just got into yellow jackets yeah um I am uh, caught up except for the ninth episode, okay. um, but this is a new show on shit time uh, that is very good. Uh, Super producer Anna Hosnier has been uh, demanding that we watch it. Sounding uh, the alarm. It, yeah. The beginning. Yeah. Since the first episode, uh, she was right as usual. It's fucking great. Um, the acting, the casting, uh all amazing it's very uh it's got very like lostish vibes but it's got like uh, it intersects with so many genres simultaneously which is i think what's really interesting is like you can get you get your little ya young adult like you know high school drama juxtaposed with 
like plane crash survival and then mystery like lost with the cutting back and forth between all like two time yeah. periods it's good it's good i will say the thing that the show seems like it does better than anything is the why like they really fucking capture high school and high school dynamics and what it's like to be a kid in high school i feel like especially too like in that pilot where a homegirl was like they're like yo let her burn let her burn fam right <laughs> she makes it out they're like yeah so <laughs> i know it's like it's like another level of like i thought y'all wasn't having a birthday party right. and i come to find out you were partying behind my back except now we have like existential threats and it's yeah it's really something else yeah I'm not going to talk shit about it. There is one thing that I'm not crazy about, but, uh, you know, uh, it's a good show and I'm just going to leave it at that. And, uh, we can talk about it a little more cause it is going to be, uh, one of Anna's streaming corners. I have yeah. watched an episode and a half of Yellowstone. I'm just going in on any show that is named yellow something. Okay. And, uh, less impressed, yeah. less impressed. That's, That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's a story about uh, the largest private landowner in Montana, as as I talked about when I said I was going to watch it. Yeah. Largest private landowner in Montana, and you're expected to root for him and uh, his family over uh, the local Native American tribe and, uh, you know, developers, which is always easy to get you to root against developers. But yeah. Um, pretty it's pretty on the nose and exactly what it claims to be uh which seems to be just like propaganda for republicans basically Repu modern republican values yeah which um, is uh private property over everything private property over everything even your own life yeah exactly Fuck your life it's all about private property uh euphoria is also back and righteous gemstones i'd missed that that was back that's one of the best shows Man. that's been made need and to laugh it's finally back yeah have you seen any of the two new apps no 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 i'm i'm like you know my brain is catching up to the the new year so yeah i'm i'm like oh yeah, yeah yep 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 I'll, I'll get right on that I'll get right on that but yeah i'm i'm very excited because of the trailer for the season i was just like yes this couldn't come at a better time for me yeah they they always nail those trailers um, oh yeah Ja Morant is trending because of a block uh, in, in the Lakers game he played in yesterday where it seems like he is a you know, mutant superhero who accidentally revealed that he can fly. Like, it just straight up, he just keeps right. going up and catches the ball at the top of the backboard. Right. He's it's six like when feet it, tall. Dude, he elevates to a point I cannot believe what i'm seeing like oh my god avery bradley wasn't it avery bradley but it's not even yeah it's avery bradley he, he so he turned it of. over and then he just like kind of runs slowly you can he's like timing it and then just fucking explodes off of both feet and his his hands are at the top of the backboard and again he's consuming the ball yeah. i don't even know i He's so athletic. That, again, this is why you like watching professional sports because you're not going to see that shit anywhere you've played before. Um, and I, just this, it, even to call that a block, I mean, like, that's just straight disrespect. Like, he stole this shit from you. And he, yes, he did reveal his superpower. It's like in those movies where, like, 
there's like the feds that like suspect this teenager right. has powers or watching. And then in this game, like, oh, you saw that, right? You yeah. saw that, right? All right. Yeah. Somewhere someone's like, ja, you mustn't let them know. Right. We're going to carve you up in a lab somewhere, sir. Right. Um, <laughs> he's like, Where, where's, where's Ja? It's like, he's, he's in his uh, locker talking to that green crystal again. The, the voice, <laughs> the sounds come out of, I think he keeps saying it's his home planet or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. He's also having like a MVP caliber season uh, and he's in his third year, I think. Yeah. Point guard. I've ne- I've never seen a point guard blocking. I don't think I've ever seen anyone, but especially not somebody who's like 6'3", jump up and block something like he did there. And then like the thing that's exciting about him is he's already one of the best players in the league and he can't, he hasn't really like nailed down his outside shot yet. Right. And he's super competitive. So eventually he's going to be even better than he is right now. And right now he's already like top five in the league. Right. So I feel mm, like that Tayshaun Prince block from yesteryear. That was, that was one too, but Tayshaun Prince is like six, eight or nine. Right. So it's, it's a different like level, but that arms. is one of those moments where you're like, Oh, watch this person just straight deny you a point right there. Yeah. Yeah. And the LeBron chase down is obviously, I think the best block of all time with apologies to the, Giannis won because it like swung the series and it was game seven, I think, or game six, one of the two. And it was an incredible uh, come from behind. Look, Giannis, he, he can cry into his big old MVP trophy. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. He's all right. All right. Well, let's take a break from that and we'll be back to talk about Clay Aiken uh, and the 2022 Golden Globe winners because those happened last night. Oh. And we're back, and Clay Aiken's running for Congress. Yep, North Carolina, buckle up. Uh, he is running for Congress. He's, you know, said he's a big, proud Democrat. Uh, so come on, he had a whole little flashy campaign video. He's talking about join, hashtag join the chorus. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I don't, I, <laughs> fucking anybody. Uh, every, anybody and everybody is running. Um, yeah. so yeah, I'm not sure what his platform is. I'm sure we'll, I will do some digging, uh, to figure out what happened there. But yeah, I mean, you know, this is a, is there sort of like, Hey, it seems, seems like everyone's running for Congress. It's like, yeah, you know, you're right. Clay, I'm, come on in. Who mm-hmm. is it? Impartial is trending because a GOP state Senator said that teachers need to be impartial when teaching sections on Nazis and fascism. Yeah. That's, um, the state of Indiana there. Uh, Scott Baldwin oh, is the one that said, teachers got to be impartial <laughs> teaching that fascism. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if like, that's the most, that's such a clear thing of where they're headed. They're like, we have to create a generation of children who think that this is normal and not question it at all. That's right. what we're trying to do. Cause we went to ham. We were off that high off of World War II for too many decades where we're like, yeah, that shit is fucking bad, folks. Right. Um, but, you know, it's all sides of the same coin. But, yeah, that's uh, there's there's a lot of um, motion movement happening within schools to to, you know, limit this kind of talk. And I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it this week because it's it's absurd. Like it's almost feels like you shouldn't have to talk about this shit. But then you're like, no, they re- people are really going for this shit. Yeah. 
I was going to say that this puts into context something that Christy Yamaguchi Maine at mm-hmm. Wobble House tweeted on January 9th. So yesterday he tweeted, Ohio gets way too much flack while Indiana is just sitting there being way shittier. No more. They've flown under the radar long enough and then fuck Indiana t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> that was actually before that story came out. So he was just feeling feeling the vibrations in the uh, yeah. sphere. I mean, you look at all the stuff that happens in Indiana or the, the kinds of bills they try there. Yeah, it is true. Like they definitely fly under the radar. Um, yeah. but I mean, at the end of the day, this is, this is America. Oh, it turns out that, uh, that, uh, Indiana Republican backtracks after he said, uh, that <laughs> they should be impartial. Uh, we'll probably have to cut this part. He probably completely explained it. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, our bad, that was out of date. We, we didn't realize he had backtracked on that. He one. says Marxism, Nazis and fascism. I have no problem with the education system providing instruction on the existence of those isms. I believe that we've gone too far when we take a position. We need to be impartial. One day later, he says, when I was drafting this bill, my intent with regard to quote, political affiliation was to cover political parties within the legal American political system. In my comments mm-hmm. during committee, I was thinking more about the big picture and trying to say we should not tell kids what to think about politics. Okay. Nice See, Miles, this is this is why I've been saying just everybody needs to lay off Indiana. They're always thinking about the big picture. Exactly. Uh, also, look back at the you know second wave of uh, the KKK in America, like the more deadly and fucking terrifying one in the 20s because that was largely like uh, Indiana was a hotbed I'll say mm. of that well I'm sure they've sorted it all out yeah, yeah yeah I'm sure those people didn't go on to raise the kinds of people who run for state office and then say things like yeah Nazis should we got to treat it impartially yeah don't put spin um, on it yeah exactly this is a no spin zone friend yeah. <laughs> and the Golden Globes happened last night so we know who won the Golden Globes uh not not a ton that was like super surprising, I guess. Uh, I mean, it wasn't seen by anyone. <laughs> yeah. Starters, barely. Yeah. So this, it happened without any, it was like a tweet, basically. Yeah. Somebody was like planning the live stream and somebody else was like, this could be an email. And they were like, oh, okay. All right. Then um, it's a tweet. Yeah. So West Side Story got a lot of, a lot of love and uh, so did The Power of the Dog which I, th- I think is very good. Um, yeah, you've so. been talking a lot about that one. Oh, yeah. Um, I've not seen West Side Story. I didn't realize Nicole Kidman won for being the Ricardos. I have not know. seen that, but yeah. uh, as as mentioned, I had, I was suspicious of her performance based on the fact that they cut the trailer together, like, and wait till you see who we got to play Lucy, and <laughs> then, like, they don't even show her. <laughs> Wait till we see who we all know is killing it with character work. Uh, no, <laughs> like don't just put a red wig on in her, like trying to choke back her Aussie accent because you didn't even really hear her speak. And that's when I was like, that's not good. Like a mm-hmm. good trailer shows you like three moments of her killing it, and they're like, oh shit, that's worth seeing. But I mean, I also knew based off the, off those AMC commercials, you know. That she was at a different point in her career. Yeah, just this ain't it. This is not the time. And thank you, thank you for everything, Nicole Kidman. Uh, but maybe not, maybe not Lucy Ricardo. Do the Golden Globes tend to over reward musicals? Like because I mean they are one of yes. 
Because they got they got a whole category, musical or comedy. Yes, uh, and I remember Greatest Showman. Like all the people were like fucking being like, ah, you know, because that's the thing. A lot of the members are older, so they like they like their musicals. They like that kind of stuff. Um, now that's what I call a picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. No, seriously. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm calling I'm calling Hollywood real quick to let them know we've got something here. Andrew Garfield won for Tick Tick Boom, another musical. Uh, he won for Best Actor in a motion picture musical or comedy. I hadn't heard much about that, uh, but super producer Becca saying worth checking out and that he's very good in it. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Andrew Garfield, uh, go ahead. Anything else? Any, any other thoughts on the globes this year, miles? Uh, no, I just, uh, I'd like to see, look, I already tell you my beef with the spin on the golden globe story, the HFPA story. I think, uh, they've, uh, you know, they, they they can absolutely do better. But I think that the industry has found a very, very easy group to begin just like projecting all their own uh, shortcomings onto. And then be like, I can't believe that. huh? Like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> we don't have to do anything as a studio or PR apparatus or industry as a whole. It's this little group of people. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't see and I barely saw any of the, the movies that came out this year. So mm. I don't know. Every time I, I'm like, oh, yeah, the power of the dog. I'm like, I know that because of Jack. Says Jack it's good. That. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm starting to hear from people who saw licorice pizza and did not enjoy it. My, mm. <laughs> my uh, good friend said his one piece of feedback, too much running for a rom-com. Uh, and that that is well, like it's the Pelican piece. brief or some shit. <laughs> Just like the a firm? lot of running without really like a great explanation. I mean, kind of. Is Tom but, Cruise in this film? Uh, no, I know it, right? he was he was the stunt coordinator for the movie. <laughs> we need more uh, running, man. <laughs> super, producer, super producer Becca also giving it a big ugh. So a lot of people mm. not feeling it. So you know the good globes though the good 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 globes good globes. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if like this is a a predictor for Oscar voters or if they're going to be like, yeah, right. We would never look at the Golden Globes. And yeah, the same right. opinion as those assholes. Shang Chi, best picture. Fuck with me. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Take the swings uh-huh. higher. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending. Yeah. Uh, We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.